0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: No games on the schedule? No! That doesn't stop us from talking football. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show, presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. Here are your hosts, past WFCA President Tom Swiddle and WSSP High School Insider Big Time Mike McGiver.
2: Welcome to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show, presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development on Sports Radio 1057 FM. The fan. I'm Mike McGovern, alongside Tom Swiddle, past president of the WFCA, WFCA Hall of Fame member, and a former big-time high school football coach. I call him big-time high school football coach. <laughs> Thank you. He doesn't call himself that, that's for sure. Coach, how are you today? I'm great. How are you today? Good. Hey, so we're, we're recording this show a couple of days early because today is game day. It's the All-Star Game up at uh, UW-Oshkosh. Right now, 10 o'clock, uh, eight, eight player, uh, all-star game. Eight man is, is kicking off one 30, the small school all-star game. And at five o'clock, the large school all-star game. And, and, uh, Let's just be honest, you're a little, too, a little bit too busy game day yeah. to do a two-hour show with me.
3: Yeah, there's there's no way I could be in two places at once. I mean, no,
2: and even if we tried to do this via cell phone, would be a little bit difficult because you never know what happens on game day right. up there, and you're running around like a crazy man. I am. I have a lot of duties on game day. You and, and uh, Sarver, and boy, there is a list that we can't, it's too long to even go through, Tom, of, of all the WFCA people and coaches that help out today.
3: Oh, it's amazing. You know, one of the things that happens on game day is we have our one of our uh, well semi-annual I guess board of directors meeting so all of the region reps are there along with the executive board and we meet at eight o'clock and we're usually done about nine fifteen because we all have to go out then and and collect tickets or sell programs or do something
2: hey I wanted to do uh, let me run down to the show today uh, first segments can be you and I second uh, segment uh, Amber Tomsvick Tom Solvic. Tom Solvic, from Children's Hospital is going to join us, and then Kendra Carew, who is Children's Hospital patient, is going to join us uh, after that. And then at uh, ten forty-five, Major Nicholas Morales, U.S. Marines, he uh, they are an all all-star, uh, all-star game sponsor, is going to join us at uh, at 11, fifth eleven o'clock. Excuse me, Kevin Bullis, uh, head football coach U.W. Whitewater. Uh, will join us and talk a little bit about what this week was like for them. Um, and then Jerry. Golombieski. Golombieski. I struggle on last names, and that's a bad one for me. <laughs> WFC raffle chairman. Uh, we we'll talk a little bit about some of the items that are being raffled at the game and the banquet. Uh, again, money from the raffles. All go to Children's Hospital. I got this one, by the way. At, uh, <laughs> at 1130 TC Swiddle. That one I can pronounce. Um, I asked if we could bring him in because he is a former All-State player from Brookfield East. He's your son. He was a ball boy and a manager in 2007, and he played in this thing in 2016. So he has seen this game from a lot of different angles, and his father was you being a head coach twice in this game. I thought what a great perspective young TC would have for us. And then at uh, uh, 1145, Darius crowley Reed running back for Greendale Martin Luther. He's playing in the game today, again, kicking off at 1.30, and uh, he's going to join us as well. So I'm looking forward to today's uh, show, and I wanted you and asked you if it was okay if we kept that first segment open because I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about being being a head coach in this game twice and being around it as long as you have. The the game itself is and I tell people this, and they always look at me like I'm crazy, but the actual football game is is probably not the biggest part of this thing. Now, it is for some of the players and it is for some of the coaches at least going into it, and then they realize when it's all done that the football game was great and we're trying to win and we're playing at a high level, but boy, these these kids and these coaches learned so much from this week other than just playing playing football better. That's
3: that's absolutely correct, Mike. The association we have with Children's Hospital, and we do a fundraise. This game is about fundraising for Children's Hospital, and we make it personal. We have the players interact with uh, the Children's Hospital patients and their parents, um, and they do different things with them during the course of the week, and um, along with uh, not only visiting the camps uh, at Whitewater for the south and Oshkosh for the north, but they're also a big part of the All-Star Game banquet. And uh, it's very emotional for many of the players. And and one of the reasons is – It's hard not to know somebody who hasn't um, received help from Children's Hospital, be it a brother, a sister, a cousin, a friend, whatever. I mean, there are so many connections for our
2: players and coaches in this game with Children's Hospital. Hey, Tom, do you know, and we can ask Amber this when she comes on, but do you know if if people have not... Um, sponsored any of the players in this is there is there still time today to donate money
3: there is time today you can do it all the way through the end of the weekend actually of the games so you can still get on the children's hospital site website and and all the information is on there and and you know how to do that
2: yeah it's simple when you get to chwevents.org chwevents.org and you can go ahead and pick a player from your school, pick a player from your area, pick a kid you know or have heard about and if not you can donate to the general fund but understand that this money goes right to Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. It stays here and it helps kids in this area and the amount of uh, things and uh, the amount of money that that this game has brought to Children's Hospital of Wisconsin is astounding to me. These kids do a great job of raising money.
3: They really do. I think last year, and Amber will have all of this stuff for us, but it was over $400,000 last year. Unbelievable. That was raised for Children's Hospital.
2: And it stays right here.
3: It stays right
2: in Children's Hospital in Wisconsin. Man, that's awesome. Hey, so when, when you coached as the head coach that second time with TC, and we'll talk to TC about that, how much more pre- prepared for that week were you than the first time?
3: Oh, much more prepared. I I was an anomaly the first time be, in that I, I wasn't even an assistant before. You know, a lot of guys, they're an assistant, and then at some point in the game, and then at right. some point they become the head coach. I had never been an assistant in the game when they asked me to do it. So... Um, You know, I I was unprepared in the sense that I didn't know how the week was going to play out. Right. And back then in 2007, there was just one game. So there was, you know, all the small school kids and the large school kids were on one team for the north and the south. There's just one game, two teams. And uh, the second time around um, in 2016, I was much more prepared and, and, uh, had my head
2: on straight on how I wanted the week to look like and and so on. So that, that first year, and I want to, I want to go back to that first year. Um, what were the things that surprised you? Like what surprised you? Like, wow. Okay. I, I didn't see that coming. One of
3: the things that surprised me was how easy it was to install the offense and defense. And, uh, on Wednesday night, the South traditionally has had an inter-squad scrimmage, and um, it's it's no longer a full-contact affair, but it's still a lively thud-type scrimmage, and. In 2007, I think we were ready to play on Thursday. Really? It was like hard to keep their attention for two more days of practice and then playing on Saturday. I mean, I think after the scrimmage, our kids in 2007 were like, let's just play the game. Hey, and I had to get on them on Thursday. You know, I I got all over them uh, during the first practice because they weren't responding real well.
2: Were you at Brookfield East at that point? At I was Tose at East. East. So when you then went back, a cu- then a couple weeks later, you opened camp at Tosa East. And now you're getting back to coaching a regular team. the first couple days, you must have been like, oh, boy. You know what? Coaching those boys up at Whitewater and Oshkosh where they were all... Look, these are the best of the best, these kids. Best of the best. Best of the best. And these are kids that that picked up things fairly quickly, obviously. Very quickly. Very
3: quickly. And, you know, just to continue your thought of going back to Tulsa East in 2007, that was one of my better teams. We went to the second round of the playoffs that year. We had a really, really nice team at Tulsa East. But you know, there was a difference without
2: question. No doubt. Hey, and then, um, you know, you you kind of fast forward a little bit, and, and you go to 2016, and now you've got a chance to do this again. They ask you again to do it. You have a chance to coach your son in his last high school football game. I would think that the memories that you guys had, and we've had this conversation, and it's heartwarming to me. The memories that not only you and TC have, but the friendships that he's had since that, just, I don't know if it gets any better than that, Tom.
3: I have to tell you and and again being a first time coach in 2007 it you know who knows if I would have uh, had some experience in the game how things could have been different but I got as close to that 2016 All-Star team as as close as any team I've ever coached I mean it was amazing All in we, a week in a week in a week it wow. was it was just a, a great experience not that 2007 was a great experience sure. but in 2016 we were exceptionally close as a team, and part of it, I'm sure, was because my son was
2: playing. Right, and I just had a different perspective, perhaps. And your head wasn't on a swivel, correct? Because you kind of you, you had a focus on okay, here's here's what we didn't do last time. I'm gonna get this done here, this done here, and and we're gonna right. get, we're gonna run with this. Well, I'll tell you, and and uh, again, we're taping the show before Saturday was hot week, man. Oh, and uh, the,
3: the one thing that I that I'm concerned about, that I was always concerned about, I should say, is the weather. And being able to get through a hot week because it's not only hot during the day when you practice, but it's hot in the dorms at night. Right. And I'm telling you, you get worn out. And, and last night, instinctively, I'm watching the weather forecast on the news, and I said to, to my wife, Ingrid, I said, Ingrid, boy, it's going to be hot in whitewater this
2: week. Yeah, and you know what? If you're going to drive up there, drive home. Make sure you (laughs) uh, you drive home. Hey, if you were had to say, and we've only got two or three minutes left in this segment, but if you got a chance to talk to a guy, and this is his first year as a head coach in one of these All-Star games, what would you tell him?
3: I'd say, first of all, do it. If you have the opportunity, do it. When I look back and I coached, you know, I've coached a really long time. And when I look back at all the things that I've done in my coaching career, coaching in the, the all-star game twice is right at the top of the list. I mean, is as great things as I've ever done in coaching so certainly take the opportunity to do that now there's a lot of work that gets involved with that because you are directly involved with your team with fundraising and you do have a lot of organization and you do have to choose you know uh, your assistants and and you got to be really careful how you do that because you have to have guys that also understand the importance of the game with the fundraising and children's hospital but if you get the opportunity certainly do it and I would also suggest to them talk to somebody who has done it in the past and and i've offered you know to do that with every coach that's ever become an all-star game coach i have all my stuff for 2007 of course and you 2016. do 2016 <laughs> i mean everything in binders
2: look you and i have known each other now a long time yes we have. and we've t- we've had conversations about a lot of things outside of football football all of it and there isn't anything that we talk about that you have more passion about and 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 you know what? Again, the football part is great, and you loved it. But the overall week of camaraderie, getting a chance to know these guys, raising money for a great cause. And then going out and playing football, I you know what? And that's the reason I wanted to spend this segment with just you and I, to have that conversation and the amount of respect that I have about the passion you have for this game, Tom, is off the charts. So, you know, thank you for the the, the job that you and, and Doug, and we could talk about, we could have spent the whole segment thanking people that are doing stuff for this game. We didn't have time, so I wanted to do that with just you and I. And, and again, I appreciate all you do for this game. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break – we're gonna talk with Amber, who is the children's hospital rep, and we'll talk to her about the children's hospital tie and how important this game is to them and how you can still get involved. Again, we're taping this this show because there's no chance I get swindle to spend two hours with me on the phone today. You can, can you can watch the game. It's on Fox Sports, correct? Correct. Um, all three of them? No, just the uh,
3: small school and the large school. Okay, it's
2: so kick off at one thirty. Is a small school, 5 o'clock to large school um, on on Fox Sports. If you want to come up, there's still time. Come on up, Oshkosh Titan Stadium up in Oshkosh. Um, Come on up and and join us as this game goes on, and again, raising money for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. This is the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented, as always, by our friends at Raising the Stakes, fundraising, and leadership development. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside uh, Tom Swiddle. Again, he's the past president of the WFCA, WFCA Hall of Fame member, and it's a big day. This all-star game that's going on today, um, is is, uh, there's three of them. The eight-man game kicked off at 10 o'clock. Small school all-star game at 1.30. Five o'clock, the large school all-star game, all on Fox Sports. If you can't get up to Titan Stadium, uh, you can watch it on Fox Sports. We are now joined uh, by Amber Tomsovic, and she is a children's hospital rep, and this is her first year, correct, Tom? Yeah, I believe it is, right, Amber? Amber, This is your
3: first go at this this
2: year?
0: Yes. Well, I've been working on the event for three years, but this is my first year leading on
2: the event. Man, so as it, like an assistant coach, it's a big step to move over on the bench six inches, Amber. Now this it is this is uh, this is your baby. First of all, thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. We talked in the first segment, Amber, that this is so much more than just a high school football game. It's so much more than one more shot for for these guys to play a game in in, in high school. And I don't know if all of the players understand it, you know, as they're going to, to Whitewater for the south um, or going to Oshkosh for the north this week uh, to practice, but they certainly know by the end of the week the importance of Children's Hospital and raising money for, for that facility.
0: Yes, yes. Um, some of these boys, it's their first exposure to the power of philanthropy. Um, some of the boys have been fundraising for years. Um, it's, it's a really cool experience, and – I know that Doug with the WFDA is always saying it, that it's going to be the experience of a lifetime, and they will never forget it.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. And the kids, look, Tom's been the head coach of this thing for two years, two different years. And we, you know, we had that conversation the first segment. And I, I just think it's it's marvelous on a number of different areas. And first, that these kids get a chance to understand the importance of Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. Look, I'm a grandfather of four. I, I know exactly. I live 10 minutes from Children's Hospital. And I know the importance because I've been to your hospital a lot. And, and understand that that it does great work, and it's such a jewel and a gem for here in southeast Wisconsin. But these young student-athletes, they get a chance to raise money. And, and maybe in the beginning – they don't understand how important the money is that's going to Children's Hospital. But by the end of the week, Tom, and I'll ask you this, they get it.
3: They get it without question. And and one of the things we talked about, Amber, in our first segment is how personal it becomes for the players, having the opportunity to interact with the Children's Hospital patients and parents that are involved in the game.
0: Yes, and I bring um, our children's camps to Oshkosh and Whitewater to play with the football players and a lot of the football players don't really understand that some of these champs aren't going to be able to play football. So um, it really ties them closer to the cause and ties them closer to why they're playing this game and why they're raising this money for kids.
3: You know, Amber, the first year that I was the head coach for the South in 2007 was the first year of the WFCA Children's Hospital um, partnership in this game. And when I look at... How the games have grown are the game, and I have to say games now, because back then there was only one game, now there's three. I'm amazed at how big this event has gotten, and a lot of it is because of Children's Hospital, people like yourself and Denise Hios who have contributed so much to this game. Yeah, and
0: and it's not just us. We are so lucky for this partnership. Um, WFCA has helped us raise more than $4.2 in
2: 14 years. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, that that number's, thro- that I didn't realize that it was that big. Amber, I, the, you know what? that's a, What a great partnership. And, again, as we talk um, throughout the show today, if you're feeling led and and you want to help out, if you've got a player from the high school you were at, if you've got a, a, a nephew, if you just want to help out in general, it's chwevents.org chwevents.org, and it's really easy. You can go online, um, and and they make it very simple for you to be able to get involved and and help us out raising money for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. Understand that the money stays right here at this hospital, and and if you're a parent, a grandparent, aunt, uncle, you you've been to the hospital, and you know the great work that that these guys do. And for us to be able to to say, hey, look, over the last number of years, four point two million. Is is certainly, you know, Children's Hospital of Wisconsin and and WFCA is just a great partnership. And we're talking to Amber Tomsovic, and she is the Children's Hospital rep this year. She's been on the team, but this is her baby now. And uh, we certainly thank her for the amount of time that, that she's putting in. Um, Amber, this is uh, uh, this has been a very busy week, and it will be a very busy week for you leading up to the game. Correct?
0: Yes. I have um, Oshkosh camp tomorrow, where I bring the champs. I have camp with Whitewater and the champs on Wednesday. On Friday, we have our banquet where all the coaches and families and players get together to celebrate the player success. And then Friday or Saturday is game day.
2: Yep, and that's today. So this is this is airing on game day again. One thirty, the small school all star game kicks off. At 5 o'clock, the large school, Titan Stadium, UW-Oshkosh. If, if you're just sitting around listening to us and you feel like, uh, boy, you're, you're in need of some uh, some some football, high school football, you're Jones in a little bit, and uh, <laughs> we're not going to get this going until the third week in August, come on up. It's an hour and a half. Drive up to uh, UW-Oshkosh from from the Milwaukee area. Amber,
4: could
3: you give our listeners... Uh an idea of the different ways the Children's Hospital has used money for this game. I know myself of a couple of things for sure that the money has been used for, but, um, you know, the money is translated into something specifically for the children. Uh, give us an idea of some of the things that have happened with that money. Yes, I know in
0: In the past a lot of the money has gone to the Teen Lounge, and that's where um, the the kiddos that are in the hospital, for them, just to get away and be a teen, they can go to this lounge. They can just be with other teenagers. Um, they can play video games. They could just get away to read a book, and no adults are allowed in this lounge. So it's it's just a cool getaway for them.
3: And by the um, way, Amber, I got destroyed in a foosball game once in the teen lounge. <laughs> I cut a commercial, Mike, and I played somebody in <laughs> foosball and just got destroyed.
2: That does. Yeah, you're competitive, but I I, know they they beat you pretty good. That's awesome. Hey, that's
0: okay. It's not my sport either. No.
2: (laughs) Hey, speaking of that, where Amber? What's your background? Where did you grow up and go to school?
0: Um, I went to Hortonville High School. Okay. Um, I stayed here in the Fox Cities, and um, I went to school for marketing uh, at Fox Valley Tech, and I've just been in the area. I stay. I've stayed in Nina, um, and I actually work out of Nina at our satellite hospital.
2: That's awesome. You're a Wisconsin girl, a cheesehead through and through, right? Yes. That a girl. We're talking to Amber Tomsovic. She is the, uh, again, Children's Hospital rep for this WFCA All Star Game. If you more information on the games that are being played today. In fact, the A Man game just kicked off. Uh, CHWEvents.org. And again, if uh, we we can probably go the next four or five days to be able to still donate to this cause, how, how did the the boys this year do as far as their their donations? How how their fundraising have they uh, have they done pretty well?
0: Yes, and actually, I'm going to give you a direct link for the WFCA. Sure. Um, it's chw.org backslash WFCA,
1: and
0: yeah. you can learn more about w, WFCA at that site.
2: Excellent. Let right. me do that again. I'm sorry, Amber. Chw dot org backslash Wfca, and I'll uh, I'll promote that website uh, throughout the rest of the show. So I appreciate you giving that to me. Perfect. So, how did our boys do this year? So far, so good.
0: Yes, the players and coaches raised more than three hundred sixty-eight thousand four hundred six dollars, with more still coming in.
3: Yeah, you won't know the totals until for some time yet. So you're well on your way.
0: Yes.
2: Is there a goal each year, Amber? A what? Is there a goal? Are you looking? Is do you have a goal and say, look, we we're hoping to get to four hundred. We're hoping to get to three seventy. Is there a goal that you have for this year?
0: Yes, my goal was four hundred and forty thousand.
2: Okay. So we got we we got to giddy up just a little bit, and and they they'll raise some money. Um. Yeah, and we're going to talk to Jerry coming up, and the rate, the money that you guys raise in the raffles, those are like they'll go directly into this pot. Yes, is there any money from the game itself, or does UW Oshkosh get that? Um, ticket sales and concessions, stuff like all, that.
3: All, well, they will sell concessions that they keep at Oshkosh, but as far as tickets and so on, we,
2: the WFCA and Children's Hospital, will get that. Beautiful. So we can still hit that number. Four forty is Amber's golden and uh, look, she's a girl from Nina. And Let's uh, let's make sure she hits the goal that she set out on this, and and uh, we're not that far off. You can still donate, and uh, again, chw.org backslash WFCA to get this thing done. Hey, Amber, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for all the work that you've put in in this game over the years, and uh, good luck this week. This is going to be a good Thank- week for you.
0: Thank you so much, and thanks for having me.
3: Yeah, Amber, you, thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you Friday night.
0: I'll be there.
2: You got it. Amber Tomsovic, uh, Children's Hospital rep. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Kenda Carew. She's a Children's Hospital patient is going to join us. And we'll talk to her again about the All-Star Games going on right now. If you can't get up to Titan Stadium, Fox Sports, one uh, thirty kickoff for the small school 5 o'clock kickoff for the large school. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes, Fundraising, and Leadership Development on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host. He's Tom Swiddle. And we're talking a lot about what's going on today. Now, we recorded the show a little bit early, but today is All-Star Saturday for the WFCA. Uh, 1.30, the small school All-Star game kicks off. 5 o'clock, the large school at Titan Stadium. If you can't get to the stadium... Fox Sports is covering those two games. We are now joined um, on the phone, Kendra Carew, who is a Children's Hospital patient, and we're raising money for Children's Hospital through the WFC All-Star Game, and Kendra's been kind enough to join us. Kendra, how are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. We really appreciate it. Um, Can we talk a little bit about, you're a patient at Children's Hospital, what's going on with you right now?
5: Yeah. So I first started going to Children's Hospital, I would say, five or six years ago. And it began with uh, what we knew was just um, polycystic kidney disease. So that's something that runs in my my family. And it's how I sort of kind of got connected with Children's Hospital. But it was something we were just monitoring. And then over the years, a lot of other things kind of started popping up. And I was uh, diagnosed with a connective tissue disorder called called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And it causes my joints to dislocate a lot very um, frequently and also with limited kind of motion and, and mobility normally. Um, it also affects my organs and everything internally. And that was kind of the, the main thing that got me in, um, into the dysautonomia clinic at Children's Hospital, which is something that can go along with the connective tissue disorder. And that just causes me a lot of dizziness, lightheadedness, headaches. Um, just those kind of symptoms generally not feeling well. And that was kind of it for a while until 2017. In January, I started having some numbness in my left foot and it quickly progressed upwards and we didn't know what was going on. I went to a lot of doctors in my area that we didn't really get any information from. They didn't know What was going on they didn't even know what tests to run so I ended up back at Children's Hospital again because of those connections I had made in the past and um, I'm now diagnosed with an early onset form of multiple sclerosis which is very rare to see in pediatrics at all and children's really helped me get connected with the right neurologist to take that case and to help me with my current treatment
2: oh boy Boy, well, Kendra, so it's been one thing after another. And I, I, we certainly are, are praying for you that, that uh, you know, everything is going to be fine. And, and it's so hard because, you know, guys like me, we just go through our day, Kendra. And we understand the importance of Children's Hospital because we've been to Children's Hospital with our kids or grandkids or friends of ours' kids. Um, but you're in the middle of, of – you know, spending time at Children's Hospital, and and we're trying to raise money for Children's Hospital, so uh, if you can, your personal observation of, of how great the people at Children's Ho- Hospital are for you to work with?
5: Yeah, they're incredible, and I've had a lot of experience with people and doctors in my area, and they're all great, but when you go down to Children's, you really get next level care. And it's like that with every department I've been to. I've been to quite a few. And no matter which doctor I see or which department I go to, everything they do is for the right reasons. And they're very thorough with everything. And one of the things that I like to talk about the most is the way that they take care of the kids as if they're just kids and not really patients. Because when you're young and you're thought to be healthy for a long time, you kind of Get used to just doing the normal things in your day to day life. You can play sports, you can go to school, you can hang out and do activities with your friends. And when that all stops, it's just as big a portion of what you're going through as much as any treatment or disease that you can have. And Children's Hospital acknowledges that and helps you kind of tackle that portion of it just as much as the medical side of it, which I really appreciated as a patient. And I know a lot of other patients that have had similar experiences and really find that that's what separates it from any other hospital.
2: Kendra, Kendra, how old are you?
5: I'm 18.
2: 18 years old. Yeah. You know, Kendra, I, I, I would prefer to be talking to you about what prom was like. You know, I'd prefer yeah. to be talking about where you going to college and what you want to do, and, and you are so well-spoken. Yeah, amazing. That I would assume that, Thanks. you know, that, that that you know, being a news anchor or, or being doing something like I do, which is on the radio, would be something that you would want. But you're so well-spoken. And what a great ambassador you are uh, for Children's Hospital. And I just, I, I, I can't tell you how impressed I am w- with you. And, and I'm sure that you would prefer not to know so much about Children's Hospital.
5: Yeah, I mean... That's part of it, though, and I think when I first got diagnosed, I made the decision, and my family is very supportive, and we made the decision that Children's Hospital has done a lot for me and a lot of other people that we know. Um, So giving back is just something that I I don't really consider it to be, you know, something above and beyond. It's just really what what I want to do and, and what I can do. So I try and do as much as I can and use my story to help someone else or help spread awareness because I think a lot of people don't know what Children's Hospital all does, and how it can help people?
3: Kendra, I, I can see why Amber asked for you to join us for this this show. Um, remarkable um, story that you've told, and and uh, again, I agree with Mike, you're so well spoken. Um, ha- have you been at any of the children's hospital functions for the WFC All-Star Games in the past, perhaps as a patient involved in the coin flip, or you know any of those things?
5: No, I haven't been to this um, to this one in the past. I've been to other events, but not specifically this.
3: Okay, are you going to be involved at all um, at the at the banquet or the games or visiting Oshkosh or Whitewater?
5: I would like to be. I have a couple schedule conflicts on the actual day, but I'm hoping to uh, make a little bit of it.
2: And you're you're going to school on online at this point. What what are you going to school for?
5: Um, well, right now, last year I finished my final year of high school and this year we're kind of in between stages because at this point going to college isn't going to be an option so I'm just trying to take it year by year um, get through my freshman round of college courses and then kind of figure it out after that but the medical field is very interesting to me just because of everything I've been exposed to so something in that arena is very interesting.
2: Yeah, I look with all the stuff that you've been through, Kendra. I bet, I bet that you would. Uh, that's something that you would be great at to be able to give back. That whole servant leadership idea um, certainly rings to me, in, in, in your voice and some of the things that um, that y- you have gone through. Boy, your uh, your parents uh, they must be proud of you because you, you, you sound awfully tough with the stuff that that you have to go through, and I I can't imagine there has been nights that you haven't just looked up the sky and said, "Why me?" Right?
5: Yeah, I mean it. It definitely has been a lot of both. I think that you know it's been about six years that I've had a lot of these medical issues, so this time has really helped and my family and I were very involved in our faith and that has been the the biggest help to me by far so just taking it day by day and really relying on power greater than myself is is basically the the biggest thing that has helped me to kind of accept what I'm going through
2: amen to that as we talk to Kendra and we talk to Amber look if if you know if you didn't feel led to, to give to this uh, this really good cause prior to. Um, Kendra Carew, as, as a patient at Children's Hospital, has laid it out very nicely for you. Yeah, if you don't understand the great work that Children's Hospital of Wisconsin has done, ask her. She'll tell you. You go to chw.org backslash WFCA. We're behind a little bit on our goal uh, for this week. You have another week. You have through next week to be able to 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 give to this uh, this All Star game and the money stays here. Children's Hospital of Wisconsin, CHW.org backslash wfca. Kendra, are you a sports fan?
5: Yes, huge.
2: You are. <laughs> You're a Packer fan, Bucks, all the Brewers, all of it.
5: All of the above. Yep.
2: <laughs> that's that's awesome. Hey, so I'm hoping. Um, are you going to be able to get to the games today?
5: Yeah, I hope
2: to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know if you were gonna. If during the week, I know you had some conflicts, but again, one thirty is the small school kickoff, and and five o'clock large school. Do you live? You live up in the valley?
5: Yeah, I live in Appleton.
2: That's perfect. Kendra, we really appreciate your time today. Yes, thank you and, so much. And look, Amber knows how to get all the time, can get a hold of me. If there's anything you need, if you're coming down to the Milwaukee uh, market uh, to to the hospital here and you want to take a tour of some of these radio stations where I work, if you're looking for uh, state fair tickets, any of that stuff, please you know, reach out to Amber. Reach get get her to reach out to me and and let me take care of that for you and your family. It's certainly the least that we can do. And and uh, certainly, um, our prayers are with you and and the doctors that uh, they have the wisdom to to take care of you. And uh, I'd love to a year from now have you going off to college saying, "Hey, look, now I think I want to be in radio because I had so much fun and I was so good <laughs> on the radio." Uh, you know, a few weeks ago or a year ago. So, Kendra Crew, thank you so much. Thank you. You bet. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break. We're going to talk to Major Nicholas Morales, U.S. Marine, the U.S. Marines All-Star Game sponsor. And we'll talk to Nicholas on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coach Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes, Fundraising, and Leadership Development. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Tom Swiddle. Tom, I'll tell you, Kendra Carew was impressive, man. I, you know, we talked to her in the break, and and uh, uh, my heart goes out to her, and and prayers are with her and her family and the doctors that are are going to be seeing her. Yeah, I. what an impressive young lady. Wow, she carried herself really, <laughs> really well. Our next in-studio guest and it's uh, nice to meet him, Major Nicholas Morales, U.S. Marine Corps. Uh, they are an all-star game sponsor, and I thank uh, uh, Major Morales for his service. Uh, sir, how you doing today?
4: I'm good, Mike. How are you?
2: Good. I Really, thank you so much for, for your service and your time to come in today and, and talk a little bit about the importance of, of the all-star game um, and sponsors like, like uh, the U.S. Marine Corps. So, again, thank you so much for sponsoring this game.
4: Yeah, thank you both for having me here today, and and for the opportunity for the sponsorship and the partnership that we have with the WFCA.
2: Hey, um, uh, Major Morales, the 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 tie, the partnership with the WFCA and being part of the WIA and some of the things that we do, I know it's important for the U.S. Marines to be able to to shake the hands of of, of student athletes that are here in the state of Wisconsin. And and it just makes a lot of sense for you guys. And you get a chance to be part of something like this, where we're raising money for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. And certainly as a U.S. Marine, you know all about giving back.
4: Well, that's right. I mean, as you said, Mike, uh, you know, Kendra's story, uh, just prior to the commercial break, I mean, what a powerful story. And to be able to uh, participate, you know, for the Marine Corps to be able to sponsor an event that raises uh, you know, funds that helps to raise money uh, for the Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. It's important to us. It's important to shake the hands of student athletes, but I think for us, it's much, much deeper than that. It's really about being a part of the community, um, and that's why we value this partnership. You know, so much is to to meet the student athletes, to meet the coaches, to meet the educators, to meet the parents, um, and to put in time to put in work towards towards a cause that helps people like, like Kendra. We're very honored to participate in that.
3: Uh, Major Morales, we, we spoke earlier today on the phone and I, I think I I said, this is about four years that the uh, United States Marines have been a sponsor of the game. And, uh, You know, I'm just amazed at how much the the, your association with the game has added to the game and has just given it uh, such a a sort of a classy kind of uh, uh, glow to it because you guys are involved and you do so much with the All Star Games. um, Starting with uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, again, this is being taped on Monday night. Um, You will be at UW Whitewater and then at Oshkosh on Wednesday, and you're going to be doing a, a Uh, uh, team-building leadership exercise with all of the All-Star players. Uh, Talk a little bit about that.
4: Yeah, that's right, Tom. So, you know, when we try to reach out and build these partnerships with WFCA, WIAA, we reach out to the coaches uh, throughout the state of Wisconsin to conduct uh, what we call leadership cohesion exercises. So, you know, big thing for us in the Marine Corps, obviously, is, is leadership and it's mentorship. And Mike, you mentioned the word, you know, earlier about servant leadership. And that's really what we believe in, is you get the job done, you accomplish the mission, and you take care of your people. You take care of your Marines. And we'd like to take, you know, some of how we approach leadership um, and impart that on to the athletes and the coaches that'll be out there uh, this week. Um, again, it's a phenomenal opportunity for us to, to partner. I was at the WIAA championships for track and field for uh, women's softball and for baseball just a few weeks ago, and I was talking to a lot of the coaches out there, and it was very interesting to me um, when we said, hey, we're doing these leadership cohesion exercises. We, you know, how can we partner with you to take your team's leadership development to the next level? And just about every single coach I spoke to said, this is exactly what I'm looking for because when I pull my team in and I say, it's time to, for us to select a team captain, you know, I have to give them a speech that we're not just looking for the best athlete. We're not looking for necessarily the fastest or the strongest. We're looking for the leaders on the team. We're looking for the young men and the young women that when coach isn't around, they step up and they take the place of coach um, and they can run the team through practices. They can run the team through drills. They can carry out the coach's intent uh, while coach isn't around and so those are some of the things we'd like to focus on this week out at uw uh, whitewater and while we're at oshkosh as well with these uh, lces is just leadership development and really focusing again on on that servant leadership and how do you get the job done and how do you take care of your people
2: we are talking to major nicholas morales uh <laughs> u.s marine california boy but married a girl from Richland Center. So, you know what, at typical US Marine, I'll kick this coverage. He married a Wisconsin girl right. and we're so pleased. What is your wife's name? Uh Jenna. Jenna, you know what, uh it's and you fell in love with the Wauwatosa area and uh, that, that's that's really good. I, I again, I I like the fact that uh that you were smart enough to marry a Wisconsin girl, <laughs> uh, Major Morales. Hey, this um, this week, and when we talked with Kendra about raising money uh, for Children's Hospital, you know the importance. You have uh, how many kids do you have? You, I have two. You have two kids. Yep. Um, how old are they?
4: Uh, Winter, my oldest. She's uh, about to turn four. Okay. And Catalina, my youngest, uh, just turned two, and we got one on the way in November. Oh
2: my! Two. Congratulations! Congratulations! My goodness, you're busy. <laughs> You're a bit, you are busy and, and you know what? hopefully you personally will not have to um, spend much time at children's Hospital. But mm-hmm. I know as a parent of two and a grandfather of, of, of four mm-hmm. uh, four grandsons and, and because I've lived you know in this area for my entire life, I've spent a lot of time and at children's Hospital and i just I, I, they do a better job than i think anybody in the country and it's such a gem that we have here and the least we can do is these st- young student athletes that are going through this week to play a high school football game and an all-star game the best of the best they get a chance to to go out and play but they're going to learn so much about not only themselves but their community this week we can do if you got 10 bucks 20 bucks 100 bucks it's a chw.org backslash wfca CHW, so it's children's Hospital wisconsin.org backslash WfCA you know what look at the kid look at kids from your conference if you're my age look at kids from the high school that you went to find somebody or you can just donate to the general fund and I know that uh, certainly Sergeant Morales said you would recommend people uh people go go online today and help us out
4: yeah absolutely please. Uh, please help us raise money for, for a great cause in the, in the partnership that we have with uh, WFCA. That is a very important part of, of why we're participating in this.
3: Well, what I'd like to do, Major Morales, is just go through some of the things that, uh, besides the, the uh, uh, leadership cohesion exercises that you're going to be doing, some of the other things that you guys uh, will be involved with this week in the All-Star Game, um, you'll be the keynote speaker at the banquet on Friday night. Correct. Also at the banquet, you'll be giving out uh, gift bags to all of the players, which is really appreciated. Mm -hmm. The Marines are supplying the color guard for all three games. They're also supplying the vocalist who will sing the national anthem before All three games. Um, Major Morales is going to be involved in the coin flip along with children's hospital representatives before all of the games. Um, You will have, I don't want to call it a booth because it's going to be more than that. You're bringing some stuff up there, you know, but you'll have an area there that uh, fans that come to the game can certainly check out. And on top of that, Fox Sports is going to interview at halftime of of both games. And so there is really a marine mark, if you will, Mike, at, at these games.
2: Well, I don't know how you get better partners. Oh, you know, Children's Hospital of Wisconsin, the U.S. Marines. I, you know, you, in, my, in my business, that's a mic drop. You just mic, drop the mic and, <laughs> and, and, and go on home. And, and it's a shame that uh, Sergeant Morales isn't. Major Morales. Ma- Major Morales, sorry. Don't no, be good. punching me. Um, <laughs> isn't is more well-spoken. Look, we talked to Kendra, who is unbelievable. This, this guy is, you know, he's a Marine through and through. How long have you been a Marine, by the way? Twelve years. Twelve years. Good move for you?
4: Uh, the best,
2: really. Yeah. You, real quickly, we only have a minute. Your background mm-hmm. was this something that that you saw? Did you go in right out of high school? Did you? I,
4: uh, I went. I went to the United States Naval Academy after high school, so I went there uh, as a midshipman, selected Marine Corps out of there, uh, graduated with my degree, uh, bachelor's degree in political science, and uh, you know, joining the Marine Corps really had a lot to do with um marines that i met uh that mentored me and i looked at all the services um which are all great they're all very very strong they're the best uh in the world at their respective uh branches Uh, but the marines just displayed a certain level of leadership and mentorship that i really gravitated towards i became an infantry officer i've served with third battalion fifth marines i've been an instructor uh for advisors and um I served with Third Battalion, Seventh Marines prior to getting here, so that's kind of my background and, awesome. and my genesis to uh, to the Marine Corps.
2: Hey, thank you so much for for again for for what you do and 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 thank you so much for the sponsorship uh, to the WFCA. We really appreciate it. And uh, good luck with that coin flip. Don't mess that up. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, you will not. You know what? There's no chance he's getting nervous. He's been deployed. You think he's nervous about <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. He is Major Nicholas Morales, U.S. Marine Corps. we got to get to a break. Other side of the break, Kevin Bullis, head football coach, UW, Whitewater, will join us. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: on the schedule no that doesn't stop us from talking football this is the pick and save wisconsin football coaches association show presented by raising the stakes fundraising and leadership development here are your hosts past wfca president tom swiddle and wssp high school insider big time mike McGiver.
2: Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes, Fundraising, and Leadership Development. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Tom Swiddle, our next guest. And, boy, I'll tell you, I don't know how we do this All-Star game without a guy like Kevin Bullis. He's the head football coach at UW-Whitewater and uh, UW-Whitewater hosts the South team uh, during their week of practice. Kevin, we're taping this show um, during the week because I can't ask Tom Swiddle to not be really busy the day of the All-Star game because he's running around like crazy. And so we've only had a day or so that the boys have been at, uh, at UW-Whitewater. How uh, how did today go? Uh, we get all the kinks out and these guys are going at it?
6: Oh, they jump in right off the bat. I mean, it, it's really no, they jumped off right off to the bat. Good, That's fantastic. Well, yeah, we the weather's been a little bit uh, steamy, but the, the coaches have
2: adapted the schedule. That's awesome. We really appreciate the the uh, the the partnership that that UW Whitewater has with the WFCA and the All Star Game and and these guys, you know, they get a chance to be on your campus for the week and then get up and play over at Titan Stadium at UW Oshkosh. In fact. Kick off at uh, one thirty today for the small school All-Star game and 5 o'clock for the large school All-Star game. And if you can't get up to Titan Stadium at UW-Oshkosh, certainly uh, check them out on Fox Sports. Huh?
3: Coach, one of the things that I'm sure is uh, blowing away a lot of the players uh, at Whitewater are, are your facilities, and I know that you've done a lot of uh, some new things that that uh, have gone up in the last year or so. Uh, talk a little bit about your new locker room and all the other things that have that have happened at Whitewater.
6: Yeah, I'll tell you, Tom. Last year at this time, we were uh, we were scrambling just to get the locker rooms ready uh, for the team, and and. Uh, and we didn't have all the details tied together for last year, and this year was beautiful. We were able to have the room fully ready, um, a $2.4 million locker room addition um, onto our locker facilities, which gave us basically a locker room with 110 lockers, uh, basically what you would consider a Division I um, style, NFL style type lockers. As well as a, um, a locker uh, training facility for the athletes as well, in the, in the sense of preparing them for practice and, and obviously, um, you know, taking care of any of the injuries, the bumps and bruises that they get here during the course of
2: camp. Hey, Kevin, um, you know the importance of of this game, and and these kids get a chance to play one more, you know, high school football game, but. And in reality, the the fact that they're raising money for for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin, and and the money stays right here in this area to to what is one of the best hospitals in in the country, um, you know, it it has to be interesting for somebody like you to be able to understand that these kids walk on campus at UW Whitewater thinking it's all about a high school football game and by the end of the week they understand there's just such a bigger picture than just that
6: oh there's no doubt I mean you you can see it uh to me for me personally it's just the Wednesday night um when they have the scrimmage and some of the children are here at the, attending the scrimmage and and for the players and the athletes to be able to see it firsthand and 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 I guarantee you, though, that many of them prior to even coming here have met uh, people that um, have had had the great care of Children's Hospital. I know even personally myself, my son volunteers at the Children's Hospital. So, I mean, to me, this is such a special, special event just to have a little part in to me is, is truly an honor.
3: Coach, uh, you have uh, – we were talking about your facilities, and it is top-notch. And, Mike, I don't know if you ever get the chance to, to go to Whitewater and sit in Kevin's office. It's like you're overlooking. It's like you think you're at a Division One program. It's just an incredible view from his office, which is over the, the game stadium. But, you know, you have other things that they can use on campus. Obviously, they're eating in the cafeteria, but you open the weight room for them so they can continue their workouts. You even open the pool a couple nights a week in order for them to have a little downtime. Um, What are some of the other things that that, uh, the players are getting involved with uh, at Whitewater on their off time?
6: Well, I know that they're also utilizing our on-campus facility, our university center, which has everything from a... Bowling Alley to uh, game rooms, um, as well as opportunities to use our food services. Um, they're eating at Esker Hall um, this week as well. And so, I mean, I know that uh, they're, they're really getting a chance to utilize our entire campus. And, um, and it is a great campus. We're very fortunate here at UW-Whitewater.
2: I noticed uh, the the word library didn't come up in anybody's. Uh, no, <laughs> you know that I know they're not in class. Nobody's hitting the library. I don't think at this point, Coach Bullis. <laughs> uh, hey, Kevin, when uh, uh, when it,
6: it, it, it's probably the calm before the storm for these young men.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Hey, um, let's see if we can get off uh, the, the, the game just quickly and talk a little bit if you can. Uh, Jake Comrose is, is having a pretty good offseason up in Green Bay from what I understand. Does that surprise you at all that he's a guy that, that I keep hearing Aaron Rodgers talk about?
6: You know, Jake is such a great story. And, and uh, he's a young man that transferred in here from the University of Illinois. And I've done nothing but see him continue to grow. I mean, nothing but continue to grow, and, and he, he's, he's a young man that takes on a challenge, and, and I'll give credit to the whole Kumaro family. His younger brother, Derek's on our team, and his older sister um, played basketball here on a uh, team, I think I took second, in nationals, and they're just a, such a competitive, grinding, hard-working family, and, and it doesn't surprise me. He's, t- he's going to take advantage of every opportunity the Packers are giving him, and uh, you know, based off of what we're hearing in the media, he's definitely taking advantage of it.
3: Coach, how many players um, are coming to Whitewater that are on um, your the current All-Star teams? I'm sure you've got a bunch.
6: Yeah, I mean, I just I um, I didn't total up the teams or the players that we had in the North, but I know right now I think we got five on the South team that are coming um, that will be attending UW Whitewater in the fall.
2: Boy, that's awesome! These kids get a chance to. You know, to, to spend a week on the campus and then they'll be back in a few weeks uh, to get things going. Hey, last question for you, coach. And we're talking to Kevin Bullis, the head football coach at UW Whitewater. Um, how do how do things look for this coming season, coach? And will it be a senior laden team, a young team? What uh, what's the thought about uh, this year's team at, at, at Whitewater? You
6: know, a year ago we were really kind of, we were a senior laden team on defense and a, um, you know, relatively immature offense, relatively. And uh, um, this year it's really kind of flipped. Um, offensively, we're going to be a veteran-laden group and very excited about our offensive line and our wide receivers. The biggest thing that's going to be a new piece for us is going to be a quarterback um, with Cole Wilbur graduating. Defensively, is going to be really the immature side of the ball for us. And, and so, I mean, our development, uh, we're going to, gonna have to be at a faster rate, um, you know, in all reality, um, on the defensive side. So I, I can guarantee you Coach Erickson, Coach Rendell, and Coach Cortez um are excited about that challenge but I, I couldn't wish for having some better guys coaching
2: that group boy that's awesome well we thank you so much for a few minutes of your time good luck uh, this year and, and again thank you for the partnership you have with the wfca and uh for these kids to have such a great week and experience on the campus at uw whitewater uh kevin thanks a lot for a couple minutes have a good uh, i don't know if you get off season anymore no off season Good luck. You uh, Have a good relaxing time for the next couple of weeks because then you get after it, and, <laughs> and uh, you guys are awfully busy. So thanks for your time, Kevin.
6: Thanks, Coach. Thank
2: you, Tom. Thank you, Mike. You got it. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, um, Jerry. Golombieski. Golombieski. I get, I'm going to get it. Uh, WFCA raffle chairman is going to join us. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Mike McGiver, alongside Tom Swiddle against past president of WFCA, WFC Hall of Fame member. And, uh, boy, so far so good. It's been a great show, Tom. Thanks for setting this thing up. Our next guest, he handles – he is the WFC raffle chairman. And uh, he's raising money, man. The, the raffles, all the money goes to Children's Hospital. And uh, uh, Jerry golen I'm close on that, so you be quiet, Swiddle. Coach, how you been?
7: I am very good.
2: Man, thank you so much. How long have you have been working the WFC raffle? How long have you been doing this thing? Uh,
7: I think uh, from
2: 1992. <laughs> oh, man. So you know what you're doing at this point, right?
7: Yes, I got it down pretty good.
2: What kind of things are you going to be raffling off uh, at, at Titan Stadium today? We're taping this show a little bit early, but today uh during the, the the three games at Titan Stadium, can you give us an idea on some of the things you're raffling off for for Children's Hospital?
7: Yes, I can. Uh our our big prize is a 1998 uh Blazer with 88,000 Miles, uh, it's four wheel drive, and it is in excellent shape. That is probably the biggest prize that that we have.
2: That's a that's a great prize. How much are (laughs) raffle tickets?
7: They're ten bucks.
2: Ten bucks to win a 1998 Blazer with 88,000 miles on it. Not not bad. I gotta buy. I'm gonna get me some of those raffle tickets, Jerry. Hey, go ahead. Uh,
7: th- then if you want to get into other things, we've uh, Sports Illustrated All-Stars that in their autograph with um, uh, uh, Joe Montana, Wayne Gritsky, uh Dan Marino, uh, and I, I forgot who the fourth guy is. Then we got Prince. Joe Montana, Dan Marino autographed, Badger tickets, Barry Alvarez. Packers are generous. We've got uh, Washington Redskins game and another packet of any game. We've got a J.J. Watt football. We've got a helmet with the three brothers signed at that Kind of a collector's item. Yeah, that's
2: a big one right there.
7: Yeah. Uh, a diamond box, we've got two sets of four. Uh, this one's kind of hard to come by. It's a J.J. Watt autographed bear. Uh, the Badger hockey coach was uh, very good to us. He gave us a, a parking pass, four tickets, a hockey stick, all autographed. Uh, the UW basketball gave us two tickets where you can sit on the bench with him. UWM has been good to us, men and women's. Then we got a number of golf courses. Summerfest is good, Pedal Tavern. Uh, then we've got the Tundra Lodge, a water park.
3: Man, all something for everybody's taste. Something right?
2: for everybody.
3: Yeah, right. I tell you, Mike, you have to appreciate how hard Jerry works on this. Our last show, you asked, when does the when does the next All Star game? The work for that begin? Correct. It never ends for Jerry. And he's, he's always out there looking for things. And we kind of laugh about it, Dan Brunner and myself, because Jerry has no problem walking into Barry Alvarez's office. Honest to God. <laughs> he'll walk in there, and he'll say, Barry, I need helmet decals. I need this. I need that. And Barry just does it, you know? Perfect. Yeah. Right, Jerry? Jerry? Jerry. You, you and Barry are best friends.
7: <laughs> Barry gave us five prints, autographed that uh, I think they're going to go quite high in
3: the raffle. Yeah.
2: Man, that's awesome.
3: Now, Jerry, yeah. every year you have a goal in mind for how much money you want to make on the raffles. What is your goal this year? You told me already, so uh, I know okay, you have yeah, one. We,
7: we're we not going to make the goal, but the goal was
2: $20,000. Wow. Boy, that's...
7: I think we're going to come in about eighteen.
2: Well, you never know. We'll we'll see. Maybe maybe some people uh, will surprise you, and and you'll get to that twenty. I I love the fact that that y- you know what, Jerry. You take this thing serious. You've been you've been involved in this for a long time, so you understand the importance and and the fact that now the money is going to Children's Hospital of of Wisconsin. Um, I, I'm sure that, that that for you and for the rest of these coaches and the people that are involved in the game, you know, what a perfect partnership for these young student athletes to learn about uh, children's hospital and raising money at the same time. And man, we appreciate it. where where do you find, Jerry, all the energy to get this thing done every year.
7: <laughs> you know, I have a goal that I would like to raise one hundred thousand dollars. Children's Hospital. Before I croak. <laughs> 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 well, yeah,
3: I, and, you're and, well on your way. You're well to, on your to way. So raise are raising the money, Jerry. Not the other. <laughs> yeah, thing. not the <laughs> other thing.
2: Yeah.
7: We are at seventy-seven thousand.
2: Well, you know what? You got another year, pal. You got to start hustling. In fact, uh, on Sunday, I expect you start hustling, trying to find things for next year. That's easy for me to save sitting back here in a nice air-conditioned studio. Hey, Jerry, we really appreciate it all the time. What, and last question for you. Over the years, what was the best um, auction item or best uh, raffle prize that that you came up with? That when you think about this over the years, which one stands out for you?
7: Watt is the most generous person there is. Every year, we make between three and five thousand dollars on JJ Watt and his brother's helmets.
3: You know, Jerry. You know, JJ was going to play for me in the 2007 game. And he called me a week before players were to report and said that he wasn't going to play because he was going to be the starting tight end for Central Michigan, I think he went to first. And, okay, you know, he replaced him and, and I didn't give it much thought, you know. Yeah, now, point. all of a sudden, I'm looking at, I could have
2: coached J.J. Watt. <laughs> well, and you know our next guest? Would have gotten his autograph, you know that. <laughs> I know and that it, for nah, Yeah, there's no doubt. And we're going to talk to him. Hey, Jerry, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time for the show today. Um, good luck with all this. And, and uh, again, we appreciate all the time and sweat equity that you put into this All-Star game and, and doing all the work for these raffle prizes. Um, so thank you for that. Thanks, Jerry.
7: Uh, there is a couple other people. My wife works all year at it. And Greg and Sue Dufek.
2: That's awesome. Well tell them thank you for from us, Jerry, and, and uh we appreciate, it, especially you know, your wife, because I'm sure that uh you know sometimes she's like, Jerry, we're not doing that today. We're we're going on a date. We're gonna hold hands and go to dinner. So we really appreciate her willingness and and certainly the other couple's willingness to do this. Have a good day, Jerry. Thanks for your time. Okay. You bet. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break. Young man's been involved in this thing, and, and uh, I look forward to seeing him. I haven't seen him in a while, T.C. Swiddle. His dad, a little bit overrated, but he's an awfully good kid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so kidding. Let's. Uh, we'll get to T.C. Swiddle. He has seen this game from a number of different areas. His father's been involved with it, been the head coach of it a couple of times. The first time through, T.C., was well, he was a manager and a ball boy. And then come full circle the next time Tom was the coach. Who was the quarterback? He was one of the all stars that uh, got to play in that. And we're going to get his perspective on this game this week in this event. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stake Fundraising and Leadership Development on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Alongside my co-host, he's Tom Swiddle, and I asked Tom for this next segment. I said, boy, like, can we get TC either on the phone or to come in studio with us and and talk a little bit about his experience and his memories as being a former All-State player from Brookfield East He played in the 2016 All-Star Game and was a ball boy and a manager for the 2007 All-Star Game, and it's really good to see him again. I told him the story about, look, he was a quarterback at Brookfield East, and he was on the small side. And I remember doing an, uh, one of the Thursday Night Lights games, watching him warm up, thinking, man, he this kid's going to get crushed. I, I hope this is a tough kid. I found out he's a really tough kid. Because you had him sticking his nose in there quite a bit. If I was his coach, I'd say, I'd you know what, hand the ball off hand the ball off. He didn't. He, he he did his reads like a champ, and there were times that he had the ball in his hands and he was going to get blasted. He jumped up and took control of that, uh, that huddle. We are now joined in studio. He is uh, now a cornerback over at Michigan Tech. I think it's his junior year. We'll figure that out. T.C. Swiddle. Young man, how you been? I've been great. Man, it's good to see you've gotten bigger, stronger, a little <laughs> thicker. That college, those college uh, boys put you in the weight room a little bit.
8: Absolutely, we have a great strength coach, and yeah, the program's really good. So,
2: hey, we're gonna talk a little bit about the program at the end. I just wanted you hear TC because we're, you know, the, the bottom line is we're trying to raise money for Children's Hospital. And and I'm wondering, as a player, and I'm going to start with that part of it, and I've said this a number of times, you go into that week thinking this is all about football, and you come out at the end knowing that football was a part of it, but not not anything near as big a part of this week as you thought.
8: Yeah. It, I mean, it was unbelievable, especially that, that meeting in March where we introduced the teams and we introduced the fundraiser, and um, we, we found out we were raising money for Children's Hospital and um, – it was, it was huge because I, I have personal experience with Children's Hospital. I've had a surgery there, so it really hit home for me to do my part and raise a lot of money for him.
2: Man, that's awesome. And and the, the amount of friendships, and, and Tom, has ta- your dad has talked about this uh, throughout the years that I think it's a wonderful thing. You walk on into there, and you may have a teammate or two from Brookfield East, but a lot of these other guys either you don't know or you competed against and you feel like you don't like them. And then all of a sudden, now you're in the locker room with them, and now you're in the dorm with them, and you're hanging out with them. Can you talk a little bit about that part of this week?
8: Yeah, it was um, it was crazy because uh, that that initial walk through through the locker room when you get your gear, you get your jersey, you get everything, and you see all the the familiar faces that you know you played. Like for me, I play against Marquette High guys, the Sussex guys, the Brookfield Central guys, and the GMC. Greater Metro Conference guys and and I recognized them right away and um, I never thought I'd, I'd become such close friends with them right away and we only hung out for maybe a week straight right. and we're still talking to this day so and that's it's awesome
3: yeah I, I have to tell you I think I've told the story on air before but it was like during Christmas break and. I have this habit where I get up early every day and, and I go down on the treadmill like 5, 5.30 in the morning, you know, before school. Sure. I I walk down into my basement, I turn the lights on, and I'm walking down the stairs and I hear this, uh, all this groaning. And I look, there's probably eight guys that are down there sleeping on the floor and on couches and stuff, you know. And it was, you know, the Sussex guys and the Brooks Central guys and the Marquette guys. I bet you they never thought they'd be sleeping in my basement, no, you know.
2: No change chance hey tc can we talk a little bit about that first year um you were a ball boy and, and we talk a little bit about you know you getting autographs and 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 stuff like that when when you were a little guy at that point the, these basically were like professional football players for you absolutely and your dad said, look, he, he was as much a part of this thing, you know, and being around and, and being able to hang out with these 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 guys and be able to walk through the locker room and get autographs. Do you remember as a little kid just looking up to these guys?
8: Yeah. Uh, I When I was younger, I don't know how old I was, maybe nine. Nine, you were nine. Nine. And I just, I just watched some practice, and I thought, oh, my God, these guys are incredible. These, this is unbelievable. These guys are huge. They're strong. They're fast. They're smart. They know how to play football really well, and they, they know how to practice really well. And I just <laughs> I just wanted everyone's autograph because I thought everyone was going to the league. That's you know? awesome. <laughs> you
2: know what that is. And you know these guys, because they're like, yeah, come here, I'll sign that. And and thinking that, man, this little fella, what they don't know, and, and I think you, you kind of get an idea because then you played in it, and now you've got little guys who are ball boys asking you for your autograph. But the fact that whether you know it or not, the, these these guys these little guys look up to these guys and they watch them all the time how do they react to what, you know in the locker room how do they react you know outside of the locker room on the field on the sidelines all of that and 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 like he said I thought all these guys were going to the league and that's what these kids at that age think
3: oh absolutely I just remember the and it wasn't just TC, but we had like Tommy Nenig was also, and Tommy played in the game in 2016 for the North. Right. His dad coached the North that year, and and, his, and Tom Nenig was on my staff in 2007. But anyway, yeah, I mean, you look at that, and and you think about these little guys, TC and Tommy Nenig, and and now they're playing in the game, and you know, it's like the full circle, you know, and and yeah, I mean, they they enjoyed their experience as as being a ball boy, but I think they enjoyed their experience playing a whole lot Better.
2: Hey TC, what was it like that week at Whitewater? Was that a hot week for you?
8: Yeah, very
2: hot. <laughs> yeah, not uh, hot. not many air-conditioned rooms. That uh, I think, T- Coach, you got one, right? Well, the first year, okay. My
3: fr- in 2007, my fr- I, I had the only air-conditioned <laughs> room. After that, only the trainers got the air-conditioned uh, rooms.
2: Man, who, who did you room with when you played? I roomed with Ty Bosford from Sussex. Man, so did you did you know him prior to that week? A little bit?
8: Uh, a little bit. Yeah, we grew up playing against each other in youth baseball and football. So I, I kind well of knew all of them. And then once we, we got to high school, we kind of started talking a little bit more. And would
2: more. you consider him a friend before that? Um, uh, somebody you competed with.
8: <laughs> yeah, he was definitely a competitor. Um, I don't know about a friend right away, but. You guys are friends Friends now. Yeah, we're really good friends now. See? That's for sure.
2: Yeah, man, that's. Uh... That that's the part of this, and again, throughout all these stories, can you imagine we could have done the whole show with guys like TC Swittle who who say, "Look, I, you know, here's what what I what I learned." The other part, that first practice had to be what it was like when you got to college, because now you're playing, you're the best of the best playing against the best of the best. That first couple of practices, were you like, man, everybody's good here?
8: Yeah, it was crazy just seeing all these plays being made and. And people doing crazy things that I haven't seen in practice. So it was wild.
3: One of the funniest parts of it was when we played uh, the game on Saturday night, and we had TC's graduation party on the the next day on Sunday and a bunch of the guys came to the graduation party i don't know you must have had 15 18 maybe 20 guys yeah, there i don't know 20. from the team and you know it's it, they're outside and and i was you know i stayed away because i you know they just had me yelling sure. at them for yeah. a week right <laughs> they don't need me anymore right so but my wife was out there and my in-laws and my my uh, mother-in-law said to me you know i heard one of the guys say that uh, man if college football was like this week was it's going to be
8: great <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know? That's, and it and it is right,
8: for the most part. Yeah, a little more pressure, but it's, it's a, lot what, a lot of fun. Was
2: hey was that when you look back at that week? Not when you were a ball boy because that was fun, but that week that you played was that a fun week for you?
8: Absolutely, that was one of the best weeks of my life, hands down. Don't even have to think about that; it was unbelievable. Just hanging around doing. Doing really nothing, hanging out in the one air-conditioned room in Whitewater. <laughs> <laughs> and At doing, doing football stuff. Yes, yeah, football and eating and sleeping. That's about it.
2: Hey, playing for your dad, and I coached my son, um, uh, there's ups and downs. And, and, and look, any parent that coaches their child in a sport, there's going to be some ups and downs. Um when you look back at that, you look back and, and Matthew and I have been able to, to get just forget about the, the nonsense and any of the negatives, and now we just have fun with it. Same thing for you and Tom, you your dad?
8: I think so, yeah. I just remember all the good stuff. I remember getting screamed at once in a while, but yeah. mostly uh, good TC stuff. was my whipping boy. <laughs> I, you know
3: what? He was. And i if there's one thing that I could change going back would be that. I, I was so hard on him, probably to show people he wasn't, you know, I wasn't playing a favorite here.
2: Right. You know, I, I made him work, and he earned everything he got. Tom, there's, there's two ways of doing that, and I did it the same way as you, and I didn't realize it until I had Matthew come in, and we did Andy Cerrone and Cam Cerrone. Yeah, yeah. Matthew and I did a father-son thing, and the, and now he was out of high school and going to college, and he was telling me about things that he dealt with in the locker room and in the hallway at a place like Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls. So I'm sure, you know, if he hasn't shared with you, one day he will. You know, being a coach's kid, and the the the, the problem is Matthew was the best point guard we had in the school. Hands down, he just was. Yeah. And we had five seniors. He was a sophomore, and I started four seniors and a sophomore. Him, because he was the best point guard. Well, he caught a lot for that. And and I know that TC did as well. Oh, yeah. You know what? It just made him tougher. That's right. It made him tougher. Uh, you got to be so proud of him. I am
3: so proud. Yeah. I mean, well, just a, he's a great coachable young man. And he's a team player. I mean, he's for the team. Um, great student. He, he's just been wonderful.
2: TC, I can tell you this, that, that your dad and I have these conversations a lot. And, um, you know what? He knows. He always wants to know what you're like when he can When you can't smell his cologne, that's what I talk about. That statement. He's so proud of you and your sister. And uh, keep up the good work. Thank you so much for your insight on this this All Star Game that's going on again today. Um, you can still, you can certainly still uh, get involved as far as the charity. It's chw dot org backslash w f c a chw.org backslash wfca we're going to get to a break other side of the break darius crowley reed running back from greendale martin luther will join us as he's uh just about to to get this going it's probably on the field as we speak but they're kicking off at 130 uh the small school all-star game tc it's good to see you
8: good to see you too thank
2: you for having me you bet this is the uh what a good kid huh yeah, look at you smiling over there. <laughs> I got to tell you, when he gets done with school, maybe he'll. Uh, maybe I'll fire you and have him come in. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame yeah, you for doing that. Yeah, no doubt. Maybe they'll fire me and you guys will be the swindled show. <laughs> this is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising Leadership Development on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes, Fundraising, and Leadership Development. So last segment of the show. And, uh, look, I love all our guests. I just do. But uh, this is my favorite. And uh, I've gotten a chance to know this young man for a long time, Darius Crowley-Reed. Darius, how you been?
9: I've been good, good, good.
2: Man, congratulations. How? uh, Let's talk about – this All Star Game. In fact, let me go through it real quick. Uh, the eight man All Star Game is uh, is being played right now. Now we're taping this show, uh, taping this segment before the show. One thirty today, the small school All Star Game that Darius is playing in uh, kicks off again today at one thirty. At five o'clock, the large school All Star Game up at UW Oshkosh Titan Stadium. UW Ashcash, hey! When you found out, and, and I'm sure that you had an idea throughout the season. When you found out that you're going to be part of the WFC All Star Game, uh, give me your thoughts on that. Um, when I found out, like, uh, cause I was
9: that was the time after the season. I'm looking and looking and looking. Uh, I got the chills. Um, it's just an opportunity that not a lot of people get. Um, I feel a lot of a lot of people deserve to get, but they don't get the opportunity. Um, so being picked on this team is uh, is something that. Um, i've been looking forward to it ever since my brother kenny reed was in it um in uh 2013 so it's just been uh something that i've looked forward to and and now that it's finally here i'm i'm
2: excited i'm gonna uh, play my best hey Darius, did did kenny tell you about the week and t- tell you about because because the the kids that i talk to who have gone through it have always come back and said look i thought it was about football and it was so much more. It was about meeting new friends, meeting guys who I competed against that I thought I didn't like, and and now I do like. And the money raised for children's hospital, they they've all come out of that week different people than they were going in because of all the other things that are going on.
9: Oh yeah, for sure. He came back, and it was it was. He had some good stories with a lot of different guys, um, just the funny um, funny memories. Um, but he did a hundred percent come back, knowing that. He he changed lives of people that don't get the opportunity to, to put on shoulder pads every day, um like we get the opportunity to. So, um he he loved every moment of it. Um he said it was a tough week. It was one of the hottest weeks of the summer, but uh, he did said that you, the opportunity you, was fun.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be hot too, <laughs> and and not a lot of air conditioning rooms up at Whitewater. Just so you know. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough week that way. But man, they uh the other thing is they um there there's a lot of walking going on. And uh, so, so take get make sure you got the most comfortable tennis shoes with you when 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 you're up there. Hey, um, I looked at the uh, I looked at the rosters, and uh, you know they've got some running backs on 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 your um, on your roster along with uh, the other roster, obviously. But I'm looking, and there's three kids: offensive lineman, offensive lineman, defensive linemen, Three guys from St. Catharines. That uh, I know you're okay with, but but man, when you look back at your high school career, and it's been an unbelievable career. St. Catharines would have to be the the thorn in the side.
9: A hundred percent, they are. Um, they all know it. They know that uh, coming coming into Martin Luther uh, playing playing at their place was uh, it was always going to be an exciting game. Um, those guys have have worked really hard for this for um, the three years that I played against them, and uh, they got the opportunity. They took advantage of it. Um, they did what they needed to do. Um, but it was really, it's really cool to be on the same side as them now, so we can get a dub together.
2: Yeah, they can, they can now block for you, man. <laughs> That's what, and I'm sure they're looking forward to that as well. Hey, can we talk about what your future holds? Um, you're you're heading up to Concordia, Minnesota, correct? Yes, sir. And when will you leave then for school?
9: Um, I leave August 11th.
2: And you've been up there throughout the summer, though, working out and getting after a little bit. Yeah, I have. So when you go up there, your your brother. Um, uh, Chris plays there as well. Uh, do, do you have to – will you be able to room with him or do you have to room with freshmen?
9: I have to, I'm going to room with freshmen. So
2: so he is uh, – he's on the defensive side of the ball. He's an absolute beast. If, if you didn't get a chance to watch him play at Wisconsin Lutheran, I did. I got a chance twice to see him play. And uh, – this, this is a kid that, that I think should be playing, and I think you might agree, that maybe you two should be playing at a different school here in the state of Wisconsin, maybe 90 miles to the west, but that's just me. Um, you're a big fan of his. You think maybe Wisconsin missed out on him as well?
9: Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I think that the developments he's made over the years, um, first of all, being an a All-American as a sophomore in Division Two, leading the nation in Saxon Division Two. He's something different. His work ethic is is crazy. If you work out once a day, he's gonna work out three times. You work out twice, he's gonna work out four. He's gonna outwork you no matter what, on and off the field. And um, his relationship with Christ is something different. Um, We have conversations about Christ uh, when I was up there for the past three weeks, and when we did our devotions together, this man's like has the biggest smile on his face when he talks about Christ, and uh, and he gets the saddest face when he talks about the the sin in the world and the people that what people do and uh even in his own life when he does something wrong he he falls on his knees and uh he's he's probably uh the next that that closest thing to what my grandpa was yeah. and i can see it see it in him every single day
2: what is uh what is he going to school for uh, he's going to school for physical education and Where, do you I'll, think ministry is is in his oh 100% he he uh
9: he said to me cuz i'm going i'm going to, I'm going to uh, major in physical education minor in theology he said he wish you he a minor in theology also uh, so he can get in, involved in it but uh just so everyone knows his his goals to be the first division two uh athlete to be drafted in the first round of the play, uh, in the nfl so um if you don't know his name now you will soon
2: yeah i i agree with that what what was interesting to me when when, when i got a chance to do the sidelines uh for thursday night lights and we did a wisconsin lutheran game is chris might be the, the quietest of all of you and you know, just to get him to say hello sometimes, he's just quiet. He's a really nice, polite young man. And on, on the sidelines of the football field, he's not so quiet. He led that team, and they were getting beat pretty good in the game that we're at. And he said, We are not giving up. Nobody's giving up. Keep your head up. Let's go. We're going to start playing. And the, everybody responded to him and it was pretty interesting to see that and then when the game was over and i congratulated him he was back being quiet again yeah that's him he's awfully good hey let's talk about your career at uh, at martin luther if we can uh started out at, at um came came to the school as a sophomore and i'm sure walked down the field at the first practice and guys were like okay I guess we got a running back at this <laughs> at this point. Um, la- the senior year last year, uh, and I tried to come up with the exact number, but um, I didn't. I couldn't come up with how many touchdowns you got off kickoffs and and punt, <laughs> stuff like that. But you had fifty-two total. Yeah, about about fifty. It's around there. So yeah, somewhere between fifty and fifty-four is what I came up <laughs> with. And w- w- the the interesting part is you only averaged fifteen carries a game. At forty-four rushing touchdowns, fifteen carries a game, and that was because you didn't play a lot of second halves.
9: No, played uh, regular season. Played um, two third quarters, one fourth quarter. Uh, the playoffs, I played. Uh, we played three rounds. I played uh, two full games.
2: Two full games. Big numbers at that point. Was it an easy decision for you, Darius, to, to go up to Concordia, Minnesota, with uh, with Chris?
9: Uh, throughout the recruiting process, no. Um, they didn't offer me till late. They didn't think I would, uh, they didn't think I was going to go division two. Um, but when I, when I talked to my parents and we talked to the coach, we were like, you offer, um, you never know what could happen. And, uh, knowing my brother's up there. It's a close to home. Uh, it was, it was the best decision for me to do. I could the, uh, get an opportunity there. They wanted me to, be able to play right away. So it was, it was something that I wanted to do.
2: And you've been on campus. Is nice campus.
9: Oh yeah. Really nice campus. I like it.
2: Good. I like it a lot. I look forward to it. So this uh, this last f- high school football game for you, um, I-, I would assume that you're going in to play well and, and-, and try to get a win because you don't want to be you don't want to lose to. To the, to the north, right? No. No, you don't want to do that. Um, you raised enough money uh, for Children's Hospital and, and understand that, th- that that's what this whole thing is about. And the Children's Hospital people are so appreciative to the hard work that these high school players do. Um, I'm really proud of you, Darius. And, and uh, I got to tell you, I, I, I had a pretty good, ch- a pretty good idea r- that as a basketball coach, I was going to win a state championship um, with you on our team when I stepped out of the St. Catharines game uh the locker room we had five minutes to go before we had to hit the floor for the sectional semis and uh and you addressed the team and i stood outside and i listened and i uh, sorry i was a little sneaky on you huh. that way but I, I i had a pretty good feeling at that point that we we're gonna win i have not been around a young man that that has shown leadership the way you have and the way these guys on this team that i coached that you were part of how they reacted to, to to somebody the fact that you led us in prayer every single day every single day after practice you know after games you were the guy that we looked to and I I can't thank you enough and I wanted to do this out in the air um and I'm not going to tear up man I feel like I could but I'm so proud of you as a young man as a student athlete and the things that you've done uh not only for for your family and for this community but certainly for the school at Greendale Martin Luther and uh man I thank you for that Darius. yeah hey good luck uh this week thank you yeah good luck have fun um good luck on and on, on titan stadium and and uh make sure that you, that you enjoy that game as much as possible um if people want to go up and watch it in person you still have time it's 1 30 today uh, is kickoff at, at Titan Stadium, five o'clock for the large school um, game. And it'll be also be on TV. You can check it out on Fox Sports. It's gonna be on uh, kickoff again at one thirty. Darius Crowley Reed, thanks for your time. Thank you. You bet. Let's uh we're gonna we're gonna wrap this show up. This is the, the last segment. I think it's the last week in fact. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development on Sports Radio one oh five seven FM the fan.